Hello, hi, and welcome to this episode of the Mandy Mayer podcast. In this episode, I'm going to be answering all your burning questions about daily step targets. How many steps should you be getting? How should you be getting your steps? When should you be getting your steps? And the most important thing is why steps are so important. I'm going to be chatting about this and a whole lot more on this episode of the Mandy Mayer podcast. So stay tuned to learn a whole lot more than you think you already know. Before I proceed, if you have not yet, please drop me a rating or a review. It really does help get the word of this podcast out there on the podcast streets, the streets of the podcasts. If you have already reviewed or rated the podcast, again, thank you so much. Now, I'm going to tell you something in the next breath that may or may not surprise you, but every single day, maybe once or twice, minimum once, I get asked the question, Mandy, what is the best exercise for fat loss? And my answer is always going to be, you know what, let's remove fat loss out of the equation and ask that question again, but replace the word fat loss with health. Mandy, what is the best form of exercise to improve my health? Because at the end of the day, your health is always going to be priority number one. And when you change your lifestyle to a healthier lifestyle, fat loss is then the byproduct of that. So if we look at the best exercise for creating a healthier lifestyle, the answer is always going to be walking. It is the most underrated form of movement ever is walking. And that's why I want to do this episode today, or that's why I am doing this episode today, is to break it down for you. Because as soon as I say walking, people are like, oh, how fast must we walk? There must be a certain speed that we need to walk for fat loss to take place. And again, I stop you right there. Now, you're complicating things because you're making it about fat loss. The fat loss will sort itself out if you just action your walking and your daily steps. That's what matters the most is you actually actioning it so that you can smash out those steps. Now, if we look at the number, quote unquote, for the lack of better words, the magic number, everyone comes with 10,000 steps per day. That's your magic number. Essentially, where the 10,000 steps come from, it actually dates back to the Tokyo Olympics, I think it is, 1964, where a company created a marketing campaign to sell a gadget that they just made. And the gadget that they made was a pedometer, which is a step counter. So it all started as a marketing ploy. But in my opinion, a very good market employee because it got people moving. So what is the actual magic number? If we look at studies done over the years and recent studies, the again, quote unquote, for the lack of better words, the magic number is anywhere between 7,500 steps to 10,000 steps per day. That's going to be your sweet spot for all the health benefits that movement through steps or daily movement brings about. Now, after 
tediously searching the internet and studies and articles, I came across the average steps that South Africans do on a daily basis is between 3,500 to 4,000 steps. This could, like I said, it's just something that I found online and I pulled a couple of averages. And as you can see, it is well below the 7,500 entry level to getting all the health benefits from steps. And that's why I think it's so important to for me to do this episode because again I think there's so many people that would smash out those steps but then overcomplication takes place and when you overcomplicate it it's like nah not really for me so I'm going to break it down in such a simple way that you're never going to have a problem smashing those steps again because you're going to realize just how easy it actually can be Taking more steps throughout the day, as I said, has so many health benefits. It can actually increase your life expectancy. It reduces your risk of all-cause mortality by up to 50-60%, which is a shit load. So I ask you with tears in my eyes, why are we looking for the best exercise for fat loss when the best exercise to increase our lifespan is right below our noses. It's easy, it's not expensive, and it can be done throughout any time of the day. And not only does it reduce your chances of dying, but it also helps you improve your mood because you're getting outside, you're getting those steps in, you're getting that movement in, you're getting that vitamin D in. It can help you improve your sleep quality. It can help your mindset. It can help your mental well-being. And all of this through a free form of exercise, movement. And it's there. We just need to utilize it more. Now, if you currently look at your average steps now and they're sitting on about 2,500, you're probably breaking out into a little bit of a sweat and thinking, oh, fuck, Mandy, how am I going to get 7,500 steps per day? That's a 5,000 step increase per day. Seems impossible. And that's where you might not even try to do it. Here's the answer to that. Do it Gradually use your current steps, whether it's 2,000 a day, whether it's 2,500 steps per day that you are doing currently. Use that as a benchmark and say, cool, that's where you are going to start. And then gradually increase it until you get to your goal of 7,500. 8,000, 10,000 steps per day. You don't need to change it overnight because that is going to be overwhelming. But set a goal to gradually increase your steps until it becomes a habit and you smash in those steps without even knowing that you are doing it. Now I know there's questions like, oh, but Mandy, how fast should we be doing these steps throughout the day? Should it be done through brisk walking? Should we wear a weighted vest? Should we carry weights in our hands when we're walking? Should we try and put ankle weights around our ankles whilst we're walking? Do we have to do the steps all at once? Do we have to do the steps through walking? 
those questions I'm going to answer for you at the end of this episode. So continue listening. Before we get into those questions, I want to touch on several ways that you can increase your steps without feeling overwhelmed. Now, I know a huge percentage of you have office jobs that require that you are behind a desk throughout the day. And I totally get it because believe it or not, when I first started my fat loss journey, I had an office job that kept me behind the desk several hours of the day. And I worked out ways to increase my steps whilst having this chaotic office job. So here we go. Let's dive into them. Number one, if you get a phone call on your mobile device, instead of sitting down and chatting on the phone, Get up and pace around whilst you are on that phone call. Number two, if you go down to the kitchen to make a cup of tea or coffee and you put that kettle on, instead of going to your colleague's office, sitting down and having a chat whilst the kettle is boiling, walk up and down the passage. I know it doesn't sound like a lot. It's going to be two minutes. That's two minutes of steps that you wouldn't have had. Number three, if you have to go to the loo, whilst you are at work, which I'm presuming most of you do have to because you're at work for about eight or nine hours, maybe seven, depending what job you do, maybe four, who knows. Anyway, that's not the point. If you go to the toilet whilst you are at work, walk past the toilet cubicle for about 10 steps and then walk back. That is a minimum of 20 steps that you would not have had. And as you can see, I'm trying to make it as easy as possible because I know a lot of people are going to say, oh, but my boss monitors the amount of time I spend at my desk. That's why I say 10 steps past the toilet and 10 steps back to the toilet before you actually go to the toilet is not going to cut into your productivity at all. Number four, if someone print something at work, offer to get up and go get it from the printer if the printer is not right next to you. Those are extra 10 steps that you would not have had. Number five, if you do take a lunch break at work, instead of taking whatever time is allotted to you, say an hour for example, maybe it's less, I'm not sure, that's very personal, very individualized to every single one of you. Try and take 45 minutes where you do consume your lunch, take time away from your desk, and then 10 minutes to walk up and down in the street in front of your office or around the office block, even if it's just a five-minute session that you do take to walk around from your lunch break. If you don't get lunch breaks, then that's obviously not possible. But if you do get a lunch break, then try and work in five minutes of that lunch break where you walk either up and down the passages, either around your office block, either around your desk, or just somewhere where you can get those steps in. Number six, if you are at home after work and you are doing laundry or folding the laundry away, instead of trying to be superwoman or superman and take all the laundry in at once, Take it in bit by bit because that means then you need to go back and forth from the laundry line to inside and that's going to get you those extra 20, 30, 40, 50 steps as well. As you can see, this is nothing that I've mentioned so far is doing 7,500 steps at once. This is all me saying that 
you can break it down into 10 steps here, 10 steps there. Number seven, when you go to the shop and you're driving to the shop, when you park your car, don't be that person that looks for the parking spot right in front of the entrance. Park further away. Yes, maybe an extra 100 steps, maybe an extra 200 steps. But throughout the day, you've already got an extra fucking 600, 700, 800, 1,000, 3,000 steps just by doing small little things that haven't required you taking an entire session off of the day to get those steps at once. So again, park further away from the entrance of the shops. And even better, if you stay 300 meters away from the shop or you stay 200 meters away from work, instead of driving there, walk there because those extra meters are going to add up. Number eight, when you get home from work and you are cooking dinner, don't just stand and stare at the dinner cooking. Walk up and down your apartment. Walk up and down your kitchen. If you've got stairs in your apartment or your house, walk up and down the stairs or around the apartment whilst the food is cooking. Number nine, if you are waiting for someone, so a lot of the times I might wait for a friend after gym while she goes into the shop. There's a nice little bench outside the shop. I could easily sit on that bench. But no, for the five minutes that I'm waiting for her, I make sure that I walk around the shopping center or around the parking lot where the car is parked. If you are waiting for your kids at school, instead of sitting in the car and playing around on TikTok, get out of the car. And even if you just walk around the car for the five minutes that you are waiting for little Bobby, that's five minutes of steps that you would not have had. Number 10, if you are smashing out a gym session and you still struggle to get your steps in during the day, between reps, instead of playing around on your phone and sitting down, between your reps, Walk around. Now, I know you're probably thinking, oh, Mandy, it's only going to be five or ten steps. Five or ten steps that you did not fucking have or you wouldn't have had if you were sitting down. And then number 11, probably the most important one, is if you are still struggling to get steps in after doing all of the previous ten points that I have brought up, Number 11 is you do need to schedule your step smashing into the day. So either say, cool, I'm going to wake up five minutes earlier. I'm going to get five minutes of steps there. I'm going to go to bed five minutes a little bit later, and I'm going to get five minutes of steps before I go to bed. Or cool, my lunchtime is between 12 and 1. I'm going to try and get 30 minutes of steps in there. So you do need to have a plan of action as well as to how you plan on scheduling your steps in for the day. So let's dive into those questions. Question number one, does all the steps have to be done in one sitting? Meaning, do you need to smash out your daily step target, whether it's 5,000, whether it's 7,500, whether it's 10,000 steps per day, must it all be done at once? Absolutely not is the answer. Your total for the day is what matters. It doesn't matter if you get five here, five there, five there. It's what you end your day on. So it's the overall steps of the day. And you 
The beauty of that is you can break that up into manageable sections for yourself throughout the day. Question number two, does the speed of the walking matter? No, a step is a step. When you're looking at getting all the health benefits from your steps, a step is a step. Doesn't matter what fucking speed you are doing the steps at. When it comes to, I don't know, performance goals or, oh, I got to beat my previous step walking speed, then yeah, you can take speed into consideration. But just get out there and get those steps. That is what matters. And again, I know a lot of people are like, oh, but the fat burning zone, we're not fucking looking at fat loss here. We're looking at extending your lifespan. We're looking at all the health benefits that your steps bring about to you. The most important thing that I want you to remember is just try and improve what you're currently doing, whether that's the amount of steps you're doing, whatever it is, just try and set the benchmark for yourself now and then look at improving on that gradually. And then question number three, weighted vests, walking with weights, weights around the ankles. Again, we're not looking at fat loss and burning the most amount of calories by smashing out all these different things with our steps. We're purely looking at smashing out steps for the day. And from a health perspective, from the health benefits that you get from doing your steps, no, you don't need to be wearing a weighted vest or ankle this and that and whatever the case is. And question number four, probably the most asked question is, what sort of exercise does it have to be walking? Does it, does it have to be through walking or running that you get your steps? Absolutely not, right? So if you get, we need to remember that steps is just an easy way, an easy metric to use to measure your movement throughout the day. So if you prefer doing movement through swimming or cycling or table tennis or tennis or horse riding or whatever the case is, that's going to be measured on your measuring device as steps. But you must remember that steps is just a way of measuring your daily movement. So if you get your steps through cycling, like I said, or swimming or table tennis, those still count as steps. It doesn't necessarily need to be a physical fucking step. What we're trying to do here is get people we, I say we, well, technically I am part of the let's move more movement. Obviously I am because from a health perspective, it is just absolutely amazing. But that's exactly what I want to try and do is to get people to move more, right? And as I said, the easiest way of doing that is through increasing your daily steps. So walking past the toilet cubicle for 10 steps and walking back or walking around whilst the dinner is cooking. But again, if you get in your steps through cycling or swimming or whatever it is, remember steps is just a form of measuring movement. And at the end of the day, you want to be moving more. So if you look at that, those average of 7,500 to 10,000 steps per day, if we equate that to minutes moved, you're probably looking at about 
45 to 60 minutes of movement per day. So that's also a way that you can measure, quote unquote, your steps for the day. So again, you want to look at increasing that movement for all the health benefits. So no, you don't need to get a standalone amount of X steps, 7,500 steps per day. If you get 3,000 steps from opening the curtains to making your bed, to folding the laundry, to going outside and putting the car's alarm off, right? Those 3,000 steps through that sort of movement add to your total steps for the day. So like I said, at the end of the day, that total amount, those total steps are your steps for the day, regardless of where you got them from, how you got them, etc., etc. That is your steps for the day. So as I said, there's really no reason to complicate getting your steps. It can be broken up into small little segments of the day. You can use these 10 or 11 little hacks that I gave you. Always be mindful and be aware of any opportunity that you can use to get your steps. Instead of taking the lift, take the stairs. Instead of standing still on the escalator, actually move on the escalator. Those funny things that take you through the airport where you don't need to walk, you just get on it and boom, off it goes. Don't fucking use that. Walk, walk. If you are at the airport for a flight, instead of sitting down waiting for two to three hours, Try and break that up into little walking segments around the airport for those two to three hours, right? So again, use any opportunity you can to increase your steps, even if it is only by five steps at a time. Remember, those extra five steps that you took add to that total for the day, and it's an extra five steps you would not have had. On that note, I'm going to love and leave you like I usually do. Keep smiling, keep laughing, and keep being kind to one another. Much love, your friend who loves doing steps on a daily basis, Mandy.